Hello, New Creation. It is Wednesday, January 10th. January 10th already. <laughs> and we're going to look at Isaiah um, again, chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. And this begins with the gar- a garden. It's a vineyard. And that's a recurring image um, of life under God's uh, providence. It says, let me sing for my beloved, my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. And so we see that he's dug it, he's cleared of stones, he's done all that he can to prepare the ground. He's put a watchtower and he's got a wine vat and that's the vat would be like underneath um, where they would uh, stamp out the grapes and the <clears throat> with their feet, and that wine would gather beneath in the vat, and then would be put into to jugs and things to <clears throat> ferment. I guess it wasn't wine yet; it would be juice. Anyway, we have this picture of um, the vineyard. And a vineyard's a lot of work, lots of work. You plant plants, not seeds, and and um, sometimes you have to do terracing. I saw that when I was in Germany and Austria, the terracing that had been done for vineyard, vineyards. It was quite amazing, and <clears throat> so a lot of the rocks would have been used for walls or terracing that they clear, clear it away, and it, it takes constant care, and it's usually two or three years before you get a good grape. So in this passage, we see that um, all these things have been done. And when you heard about bad grapes, a, a, um, a vineyard owner or keeper would have been really disgusted by that. It yielded wild grapes or another... Um, version says bad grapes that I read. So wouldn't the um, vineyard keepers and the hearers be surprised to hear that this isn't really about a vineyard at all, but it's an allegory about um, the they themselves and a useless being a useless vineyard. So that would have been probably a hard thing to hear. Now inhabitants of Jerusalem, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do that I have not done when I expected it to yield grapes? Why did it yield wild grapes? And then we see that the vineyard has to be broken down and it, it will be made a waste, which of course is an allegory toward what is going to happen in the exile that the Israelites are going to end up in. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, we're told very clearly. And the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed, righteousness, but heard a cry. So we have, I'm sorry, horse. This garden has a recurring image in John 15. We have Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches. And so I guess it begs the question, how has God cleared away the stones 
in your life and prepared the soil and planted good things in your life as if it were a vineyard. It wouldn't be a bad idea if you like to color or you like to draw or you just want to make a list to show the ways that um, there's flourishing in your life by the grace of God and there's goodness in your life. Perhaps there's some bad fruit, too, of resistance to God's gifts and calls. As you identify each different one in turn, perhaps ask God to show you the nature of your resistance in some areas and pray for the Spirit to help you to let go of that resistance. Father, thank you. For this allegory, thank you for helping us understand that fruit-bearing is something that um, you expect from us, but you prepare us in all the ways that we might produce good fruit. Help us to speak good fruit, to nourish others with good fruit, born out of the relationship that we have with you. May we freely give this fruit and continue to bear that justice and hope may come to all that we come in contact with and that there would be justice for the poor and the disenfranchised, that there would be justice in the world and in our land and in our neighborhoods, and that it would begin with us that bearing good fruit and nourishing others one by one by one. In Jesus' name, amen.